Welcome to the Mariners cast from Sports Ethos, your place for worldwide sports coverage. I'm your host, Tino Ganasius. You can find me on Twitter at TinoJr20 and the podcast at Ethos Mariners. This is going to be an abbreviated version of the Mariners cast today. We are going to quickly run over yesterday's 10-3 loss to the Twins and tonight's 6-3 loss to the Twins. I'll also speak a little bit on the day off that Julio Rodriguez was given uh, yesterday and what that means. So Mariners currently are sitting at 47 and 48, one game under 500, 10 games out of the American League West and five and a half games out of the wild card in the American League. Uh, the Mariners have a plus 22 run def- differential and are five and five in the last 10. Um, they have lost two in a row to the Minnesota Twins, who are three games over at 50 and 47. So Tuesday, what happened when the Mariners lost 10-3? Really, the focus for me was Brian Wu. Um, He lacked command in a similar fashion to how he did against Texas in his initial game or his first game of the season. Uh, And because of that, he gave up some home runs. He gave up a home run to Edouard Julien in the fourth he gave up a home run in the third to Alex Kirilov, and he just he was missing middle middle. He was either middle middle or he was a bit wild. He did walk three as well. He ended up going three and a third, eight hits, seven runs, six earned, three walks, four strikeouts, and the aforementioned two home runs. Um, major league hitters will hit middle middle pitches, and it doesn't matter if it's a ninety five mile an hour fastball, ninety five mile an hour sinker from Brian Wu. Uh, 89-mile-an-hour cutter, doesn't really matter. Major leaguers hit that stuff if it's straight down the middle, and that's what it was from him in this game. I think you expect to see that from him on occasion, given the fact that he is a rookie. There's going to be some inconsistency, um, but you wish it wouldn't have been in this game. Uh, offensively, the really the only thing of note, the only two things of note is, one, Eugenio Suarez hit a home run. Uh, in the first inning off of Bailey Ober, two-run shot. He was hitting in the two-hole because the Mariners gave Julio Rodriguez the day off. We will cover that in just a second. Uh, And so you had Julio with the day off. You had Eugenio Suarez hitting a home run and not a whole lot else. Um, But again, the story of this game was Brian Wu missing his spots. Um, It is something to watch for, not only with him, but I think all the Mariners pitchers. To be honest with you, Mariners pitchers have very good stuff, right? We all know that the Mariners starting staff has above average stuff, but unless your stuff is absolutely elite with say two plus to double plus pitches, you can't throw ball straight down the middle. You just can't not against major leaguers. You can't. And that was a lesson that Brian will learned last night. And it's also a lesson that, that Luis Castillo not learned because obviously Luis Castillo is a veteran, but he got, he gets hit around when he is um, middle, middle, when he can't locate, he is a uh, good, not great starter. When he can locate, he's an ace. So real quickly, Wu uh, through 87 pitches, he got 11 whiffs on 41 swings for a 27% whiff rate. That is not, what we've seen from Brian Wu up to this point. So he got hit a little bit more than he typically has. Uh, he was 53% four seam and 21% sinker, 18% cutter. Um, but again, and his stuff was fine. 
velocity was up slightly on every pitch over his yearly average. He just couldn't locate in the way that uh, he had before the all-star break. So that was Brian Wu's start. That was to me why the Mariners lost 10-3. Not a lot of offense to speak of. Again, keep it in the back of your mind that Julio did not uh, start in this game. And then Eugenio Suarez had a home run. So tonight, Mariners lost 6-3. This was the third game of a four-game series. Up to this point in time, it was 1-1. Mariners lost 6-3. I understand that Luis Castillo did not take the loss. He did give up three runs in six innings. But I think Castillo was the story of this game for me. And he was the reason the Mariners lost, despite the fact that he didn't take the L. Um, He also had a lot of problems locating. Uh, I think that he got a little frustrated because the strike zone was very inconsistent tonight. Um, There were pitches that were strikes that were called balls. There were pitches that were balls that were called strikes. A lot of those pitches were in the same vicinity. Uh, He was trying to locate his sinker kind of up and in, um, running in like a two-seamer would to right-handed hitters. Uh, Some of them were strikes that were called balls, and some were balls that were called strikes. Again, that's got to be infuriating for a pitcher to not know what what the umpire strike zone was. I'll be very interested to see how the ump is rated, the home plate ump was rated at the end of this game. In any case... His line wasn't bad. It was six innings, six hits, three runs, two walks, 11 strikeouts. He did give up two home runs, uh, one to Max Kepler and one to Edouard Julien. Uh, Julien's been on fire against the Mariners in this series. Um, he struck out a ton of batters, but the Twins also strike out a lot. So that was to be expected. But I put it on Castillo because the pitches that were hit hard, he too was missing middle-middle. And while his stuff is plus, um, you, can, you just can't miss middle middle to uh, to major league hitters. So he gave up those three runs. I think this game is a prime example of you know you look at the eleven strikeouts. It's indicative of the the talent that Luis Castillo has. But you look at the three runs given up over six innings, and that is indicative again of the fact that you cannot throw pitches down the middle to major league hitters and expect to survive. So he, this was his, I'm an above average pitcher start, but I'm not elite in this, on this particular day. Um, Whereas you see him go seven innings, giving up uh, no runs when he can locate. Ultimately, uh, Andres Munoz took the loss, one inning, two hits, one run, two walks, one strikeout. He goes to two and three. Uh, Hitting-wise, Eugenio Suarez went one for four, but he had another two-run home run in this game, and Tom Murphy hit a home run off of Kenta Maeda as well. Julio, after the day of rest, goes 0 for three with two strikeouts. We'll come back to him in a minute. Uh, Luis Castillo in this game uh, threw – he led with the four-seam fastball, 33%, 30% slider, 21% changeup, 16% sinker. He was up about a mile and a half – or a mile, 1.5 miles an hour on his 1.6 on the sinker, 1.4 on the four-seamer. He actually averaged 97.6 on the four-seamer, which is very hard for him. Um, 45% whiff rate, so very clear. There's a lot of swing and miss against him tonight. He had that really explosive stuff. He just couldn't locate it very well. Um, 
What I do find interesting with Castillo's start is, again, I pointed this out with George Kirby and Logan Gilbert, that when Castillo was successful against the Astros in the series before the All-Star game, he actually led with the sinker, which was uh, counter to what he had done previously this season. He reverted back to what he was doing earlier in the season by leading with the fastball in this game. I wonder, since he and George Kirby really did struggle, actually Logan Gilbert did two only going five innings, have struggled since the break. I wonder if you might see them start to use that Astros approach a little more and lead with the sinker if you're Castillo and Kirby and lead with the slider if you are Logan Gilbert. So he got lots of swing and miss. He was throwing super hard. Um, His spin was up on the slider. He just couldn't locate. And like I said, you don't locate against major leaguers and they're going to hit you hard. Um, Finally, Julio Rodriguez uh, rested. They rested him yesterday against uh, the Twins and against Bailey Ober. I don't know why Ober would be the choice to rest him against. Um, Ober has been very good this season, but he doesn't throw particularly hard. Uh, And he came back today, and I expected Julio to come back recharged and ready to go. Um, He struck out in his first at-bat against Kenta Maeda today, but he did uh, strike out in five pitches, and that was, to me, that's actually a step in the right direction. Uh, that he was a little more patient. He swung at uh, a couple of splitters in this at-bat that were very low um, beneath the zone. He ended up striking out on a four-seam fastball that was in the middle of the zone. Uh, But five pitches, to me, that's a start. He took two. Uh, I think that's, that's always a good sign for me with Julio Rodriguez when he takes pitches because he is um, such an impatient hitter and I think doesn't get very good pitches to hit because of it. In his second at bat, it was a seven pitch strikeout swinging strike on a splitter, uh, a ball, a foul ball on a slider that was in the zone, two more balls fouled off a fastball and then took a fastball for a called strike three at the bottom of the zone. But seven pitch at bat from Julio. Again, I think uh, what I see from these at bats is that the, Mariners coaching staff told him that he needs to start to be a lot more patient and start to try to get into hitters count so that he can really hunt a pitch that he's looking for. So his third at bat, six pitches, 105 mile an hour ground out, uh, 6-3 to Carlos Correa. But again, I think that's a step in the right direction that he's seeing more than one or two pitches each at bat. Um, So clearly he was coached up to do that. Uh, Clearly, they had him sit to watch and uh, take some notes and take a breather. But the thing I wanted to bring up with Julio is, you know, his disposition is that of a positive, um, smiling, kind of uh, eternally happy is not the right word, but an eternally enthusiastic young player. Um, He appears unflappable in many ways, but... He's also just 22 years old. And I think that from what I see in his struggles this year, he is feeling the weight of and the pressure of being an elite talent and being expected to be a superstar at 22. And 
while he might not show it in his facial expressions, um, I think the fact that he is swinging so early in counts and um, hitting pitches that aren't hitters pitches, I think that's a, a sign that he's pressing, right? Again, you won't see it on his face, but I do think he really truly is pressing. And I'm glad that uh, that Scott Service elected to give him the day off yesterday. And even though he went 0 for 3, um, again, he saw more pitches. I think that's a good sign for him. And I hope that he's able to relax and let go a little bit and just understand and let his talent kind of carry him. Um, Cause again, it did seem like he was pressing. So the Mariners as a whole right now, I think are pressing. It is starting to get to that point in the season and that point in the standings where you start to get a little nervous and you wonder if the Mariners are, you know, Mariners lose tomorrow. Maybe they're 11 games back at that point in time in the AL West. That's a place where you don't really want to be. Um, you've got to make a decision on Colton Wong. I think he's hitting 158 with a 240 on base. Uh, I think Ty France, who hit the seven hole in this game, is starting to be a real concern. Your first baseman has an on-base percentage of 319 and a slug of 373. Uh, that's just unacceptable. Mike Ford struck out four times in four at-bats this game. I understand that he's slugging 580, but he's going to start to get exposed a bit. There's a reason why. He hasn't been a major league regular up to this point in time. You got Eugenio Suarez hitting balls out, but this offense is really stagnant right now. And um, as I've said, I think that if you have a couple of players hot at the same time, that is enough given uh, the pitching that the Mariners can roll out there. But really it's one guy at a time and they're hitting solo or two run home runs as opposed to, stringing hits together outside of that one rally that we saw from the Mariners a couple days ago. So it's almost time to be a, be concerned. Um, you go down uh, double digit games in the AL West um, and you're more than halfway through the season. It's a, that's a, a hill to climb, right? Certainly in the American league West and the Mariners are behind the angels, the Yankees and the Red Sox for the third uh, wild card. So they've got, teams to jump over. You've got starting pitching that you've been counting on uh, to be the strength of the team. That's kind of faltered slightly over the last couple of last week or so. And an offense that is just looks to be pressing up and down the lineup. Um, So I'll be very interested to see what happens uh, tomorrow. It's an early start uh, to tomorrow's game. Mariners need this one. I think that it's a, I'm not going to call it a must win, but the Mariners need a good performance from George Kirby in this one. They're facing a uh, decent starter in Pablo Lopez. He was the starter that they dealt for in the Luis Arise trade. But Mariners need to get this one, kind of get off on a better foot. Uh, That would be a series split with the Twins, who's pretty much their equal, I think, as far as talent, and would – give them something to jump off of blue Jays are coming to town on Friday. We know that uh, T-Mobile is going to be filled with Canadian fans, blue Jays fans. So go get this win, George Kirby, uh, be the stopper, be the ACE, the the future ACE that the Mariners want to see from you. And hopefully the offense can uh, cobble together enough runs to get Kirby the win. So we'll see what happens. Um, Not a great note to end uh, tonight on, but, Again, watch the location, 
of George Kirby watch to see if he is wasting some pitches, if he gets ahead and counts to try to hunt some strikeouts. And hopefully we'll see one of the bats who has not been hot recently, particularly Julio Rodriguez, get hot in this game. So this was the abbreviated Mariners cast for tonight. Uh, appreciate the listen. We are brought to you by Sports Ethos. Once again, you can find me on Twitter at Tino Junior 20. That's T I N O J R 20 in the podcast at Ethos Mariners, E T H O S M A R I N E R S. Happy Kirby Day to those who celebrate. Take care, y'all. Enjoy the evening. Peace.